swallow really fast so I could also say hello but uh, <laughs> it didn't work I'm drinking wine everyone <laughs> oh guys we're both drinking wine drinking sangria we're in the same place woo. Woo, woo, woo. we're home for Christmas we're home for Christmas we're sitting by our dad's uh beer tiny beer fridge <laughs> and we're in his his beer stash cave we are in the beer stash cave that has amongst other things giant leather chairs a stingray shell. <laughs> a fern tree. <laughs> a fern tree. Uh, what other items could we divulge? A printer and lots of family photos. And two enormous giant leather recliners oh. that we're feeling very Quillerin-esque. Yes, we're very Quill. We're quilling hard here uh, today, but we're actually not talking about Quillerin today. I mean, we always talk about Quillerin. Yeah, because I mean, duh. When do we not? <laughs> man Crush Monday. Just ah! kidding, it's Sunday. <laughs> but it will be when this comes out, so guys, we're Man Crush Mondaying hard on Quillerin and Coco because, and Coco. you know. And Yum Yum for good measure because yes. she's part of the team. She is. I mean, we can't leave any of them out, so we're just crushing. Um, Monday crushing. <laughs> And Christmas Eve crushing. Christmas Eve crushing. Guys, when this comes out, it'll be Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. Happy Christmas Eve to everyone. Or happy just a regular day for everyone who doesn't celebrate Christmas. That too. I especially hope that you're having a great day on that day because I just Because why not? It's a Monday. Yeah. And hopefully most people have off regardless of whether Mm -hmm. you celebrate or not because who doesn't want a day off? I know. Happy day off, everyone. Yeah. Um... And so today, we did a little, uh, so right, like we said, we're not, we haven't, uh, don't have a new The Cat Who for you. We just finished up our um, Christmas, our fun Christmas cozy mystery that we did last week. Our Santa mystery. Yeah, someone killed Santa, and then (laughs) didn't kill Santa, and then did. Well, like on purpose, but then like not on purpose, but yeah. then it worked out anyway. <laughs> and then there were a lot of dogs and cats discussed, but none to really solve the mystery. Yeah. 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 But it was really fun, so go yeah, back and listen to that. <laughs> if you haven't listened to that, It was a great book. Would recommend. Yeah. Slightly disappointing ending for me, but you know, some people might like it. And less cat content than we always want. In yeah. our well, less cat sleuthing, but there are cat and dog treat recipes in the yes! back, so which did make up for it. I mean, I don't, I think I can speak for both of us when I say neither of us have tried them yet, so <laughs> cannot recommend based on True. recipe content, but can recommend based on excitement about recipe content. <laughs> what if I was just like, I have my shit together so hard. That I made every one of those recipes and left them for my cats while I was gone. I, mean, I didn't do that. That would be very ambitious, especially since I think there are only I no, I don't want to finish that sentence. <laughs> okay. We're bailing on that sentence, guys. Bailing hard. I was uh, gonna say ambitious since there are only a few cat recipes, but then I was like, that would be the opposite of ambitious. <laughs> Guys, we're just drinking wine here, and sometimes we forget what ambitious means. <laughs> ambitious to look through and find the cat recipes. <laughs> oh, I, I see. To like separate Maybe. and not just make all of them. I, I yeah. see. I mean, a, a truly together person like I was pretending to be, that might be a little extra step. But for me, who did not do any of those things. <laughs> No uh, ambition in reading the recipes, and definitely no, no ambition in cooking them. <laughs> no, I did love that they were there, though. That was very nice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, one day, for sure. True. Someday. So today, so earlier today, we do have one more um, Christmas holiday special for you guys here, because... Because it's Christmas Eve. It's Christmas Eve, it's Christmas Eve, and we're home for the holidays, and if you guys are, you know, traveling or anywhere else, we thought we'd get you one more... Little little holiday special. 
So this morning, Julia, what did we watch this morning? <gasps> this morning, we watched a Christmas special. Ah! We don't know what season it's from. I do. I looked it up. <gasps> you do? I do. Okay, well... I don't know. Okay, well, you say what it is, and I'll say what season it is. <laughs> Early edition. <laughs> so, throwback. Throwback <laughs> Monday. whenever Early Edition was originally on. Yeah, I didn't look up the actual dates, but it wasn't early, mid... It definitely was 90s. It was a yeah, 90s okay. TV show. That sounds right. Yeah, I'm, I'm willing to stick to that. It was our childhood. Yes, Julie and I watched this, uh, I think with Mom, right? Mom mm-hmm. really liked yeah, this, Yeah, it was too. in the, like... Seventh, maybe not seventh heaven. I feel like that was maybe a little bit later, but Similar. definitely in the like maybe touched by an angel time period. Oh yeah, I'd say pro- like promised yeah. land. Yeah, but it was cooler than both of those. Sorry to anyone who liked those, <laughs> but I'm gonna say a cat delivering tomorrow's newspaper is a little yeah. cooler to me than it's pretty exciting because it's a little bit supernatural and it's crazy because this was on like a major network, but it had such a cool like little yeah. like sci-fi little, supernaturally little twist cat twist. Yeah, so the premise is that this guy... For all of you who did not have the good fortune of watching yeah, it originally I know. in the 90s. <laughs> I'm, first of all, I'm so sorry if that is the case. Second of all, we're here to help with that because we did watch the first season's Christmas special. So it's oh, season one, season episode one. 11. What? I know, that's kind of why Extra was like, okay, Way yeah. throwback. That's I why know. he looks so young. I know. So guys, the main guy in this, first of all, his name is Gary Hobbs. Yes. That is the That's character's not name. The actor's name. <laughs> no, but the actor's name, you guys might know him as the dreamboat from Friday Night Lights, Kyle Chandler. He is Woo, just I didn't watch I know, I actually didn't either. either. I mostly know him from um Early Edition. Well yes, definitely early edition, <laughs> but then I started watching uh he's in like everything now. He's in like a yeah, lot of different he's, stuff. Yeah, you like I've definitely seen him around. I hear Mika. I know. I was gonna <laughs> say someone coming in. Hello. We'll just never know when we are about to get interrupted here. Yeah. Um, we have a lot of family and everyone's running them. I think, a, I think that clickety clack was uh, an animal. I think it was too, yeah. <laughs> um, which is ironic that we're doing our cat related podcast in the one room in the that cat is cat free room. Yeah. The hypoallergenic cat free room. <laughs> We've talked about this room before. It, it used to be a garage and it was converted. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, our sisters are um, a little bit allergic, but also love animals, and so we have this room as as a safe haven for anyone who is suffering from allergies. <laughs> we cannot sleep in a house full of cats. Full of the kitties. Full and the one kitties. dog, which who we think clacked her way past a minute ago. <laughs> um, but yeah, early edition. So the premise, uh, aside from it just being Kyle Chandler Central, and maybe one of the first things that he did, I'm not really sure, mm. It is, I think the tagline is literally just that he gets tomorrow's newspaper today. But. I know. It's brought by a cat. Yes. <laughs> by an orange tabby cat. Delivery cat. Yes. From the future. I know. So this cat is truly the most, like, intriguing part of all of this. Because as Julia mentioned earlier when we were ta- when we were watching, there were there were episodes that we saw where the newspaper wouldn't show up, but the cat also wouldn't show up. Yeah. It's very obviously tied to the cat i feel like in Mm. multiple episodes they do like a little thing here and there to make sure everyone knows like this newspaper comes with the cat yeah the cat is the one who brings it i think our dog is trying to get in (laughs) i think she might be hello (laughs) you are also not allowed in here i know i'm so sorry but yeah it is very definitely tied to the cat and it is funny because in some of the it seems like perpetually i forget how many seasons it had but it seems like constantly Gary is sort of befuddled. So basically the he gets to Roger's newspaper today and then he has to so mostly he sees like these big tragedies or this big like cr- these crimes that he decides that you know to make the world a better place. He has been tasked with stopping all of these um big things that from happening. But it's always funny because he's always like a little bit grumbly about it. He's a little bit quiller and like to be honest. A, yeah, I think he's he's very reluctant. Yeah. I think in the beginning I mean, I could be wrong because it's been a, a good number of yeah. years since <laughs> yeah. I've watched the beginning, but I feel like I remember in the beginning he was, like, pretty cranky about the cat showing up mm-hmm. because he was like, I I don't want a cat. If I wanted a cat, I would have gotten a cat. Yeah. Like, this is not my cat. Why is it here? And then I think he kind of, like, slowly figures it out, like, all right, I guess this cat just, like, comes every morning and... Yeah. 
brings me my futuristic paper. Like, this is my life now. I hate it, but sure. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> like, say. he doesn't do anything about it. No. Like, he might have, he might have tried in the first couple of episodes to be That's like, Cat, I don't want you here. Take your future paper and Scram. go somewhere else. Yeah, go find an, another reluctant superhero, but... <laughs> No, I mean, he accepts it eventually. At least by episode 11. That's true. Yeah, he has definitely accepted the responsibility. To which... He even, like, did not go on vacation because he was like, look at this tragedy, I need to stop it. Yeah, he turns (laughs) down a ski trip. (laughs) People need help on Christmas. I can't take a vacation. So true. And his friend Chuck, who is... Oh, I always forget that actor's name, but you would probably... If you look him up, you'd probably recognize him. He's, like, very noticeable he's recognizable i feel like he's guest starred in a lot of things i agree yeah i don't know if he's ever been like main character but the cast around gary is also really great he has a friend who's blind who wasn't in this episode which we were saying is kind of sad but chuck did did she come in later did she like work at the bar i think she did or was she a lawyer (laughs) (laughs) those are very different things i know those are incredibly different things we don't know we're not i feel like Maybe Chuck was the lawyer. Or maybe he was the one who worked at the bar later. Mm. <laughs> maybe. Anyway, there are eventually, like, a trio of friends. She might have come in later, but I feel yeah. like in this episode, in the beginning, when they were, like, winding through, like, the, you know, the, oh, the intro. Oh, yeah, the intro. I think she was there. At okay. least her, like, someone with a dog was, a German Shepherd oh, was yeah, there. she had the And I, like, wasn't really paying attention, but I, like, kind of assumed that it was her with her seeing eye dog. That would make sense. Also, guys, this, this show has one of the best intro songs. It's very clacky. It's very oh, yeah. xylophony. Yeah. It's if you want to go listen to that gem. Yeah. Um, so what we did, so yeah, so we watched the Christmas special, which, uh, I don't know about you, I really enjoyed watching that. It was pretty it was very. It was very enjoyable. And it was free on youtube am i correct in saying that yeah i think it was <laughs> oh i think because it was taped from hallmark channel <laughs> oh okay well anyway we think potentially the copyrights have run out at this point <laughs> i wonder if maybe that is the case as well yeah or at least no one has caught it so it is on youtube if you want to go uh searchy search and yeah. watch some christmas specials do a little watch of yourself or yeah. of your own um so yeah so we'll, we'll just kind of recap that for you because i mean i'm assuming That's you guys we've done today i know <laughs> truly all we've done before come in here and drink wine and yeah. i'm also assuming that no one cares about spoilers on a christmas special that is like 20 years yeah, old. 20 years old <laughs> but it is really fun so it starts out with said ski trip actually it starts out with santa getting arrested <laughs> oh my god it does that's right Ugh, i always get this wrong and you always i'm always a couple steps ahead or behind you're right on track <laughs> yeah it starts yeah because you made the comment when we started watching it, you were like, this looks like a part two of something. Because mm. it totally did look like a part two of something. It was like a police raid. Not really a raid. But there were like a bunch yeah. of police officers running like through alleyways and, you know, they looked like they were chasing someone. And then you get to the roof and it's a guy dressed as Santa trying to like jump down a chimney. <laughs> so Santa gets arrested within like the first 30 seconds and then it cuts to Gary and Chuck, the two main characters, in a diner? Were they in the diner at that No, point? I think they were in his apartment. Because then he opens the door at the end and the cat's there with the... In the end of oh, that scene. Oh, yeah, that's right, because Chuck was bringing him a Charlie Brown tree. <gasps> yeah, Chuck was bringing him the, like, cutest little, like, poorly shaped, sad-looking Christmas tree, which kind of goes along. Chuck is a little bit of a Grinch throughout this episode. He is, but he brought the Charlie Brown tree. That's true. He did at the uh, beginning, yeah. yeah. And he's trying to do a good and thing for his friend. Gary didn't have any decorations up, so that's I feel true. like Chuck was like a little bit ahead of him in the like not Grinch department. It, that's a good point. And he was trying to be there for his friend because we learned information that I don't know that I had <laughs> initially, which was that Gary was divorced and was like a sad... Yeah, like sad first sack. Year, Which kind of makes sense that he was moving into the mm. apartment, and so like that was the first While this season that he would have known the cat. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. I did not put all of that together. Yeah. Because it could then, in that way, it could be tied to the apartment, or it could be tied to Gary, and we just don't know. I assumed that it was tied to the apartment. Oh, you did always assume that? Yeah. Oh, I guess I kind of assumed that the cat had found him and was like, this guy can do it. I mean, maybe. I mean, it could be both. Yeah. It could be neither. Maybe... It was tied to the apartment, 
and the previous person had gotten the paper, and then Gary moved in, and Kat was like, mm, he'll do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did a quick little SS, yeah. and was like, yep. For sure. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Also, guys, the cat's really cute. I don't know that we ever have a name for the cat. I think it's kind of funny that he always just th- calls I mean, him cat. He, yeah, he, like, doesn't want a cat, so I don't think it ever gets named. Yeah, but it's a cute little orange. Yeah, it's a cute little orange tabby. tabby. Yeah. But yeah, so Chuck is at, right, brings the Charlie Brown Christmas tree says he's there for his bud and then is trying to take Gary skiing like mm-hmm. so out of town they live in Chicago and is trying to take them out of town for the weekend or through Christmas mm-hmm. I think like through because I guess neither of them are you know yeah, going to family however long yeah and so Gary then they go to the diner because then the cat comes with the paper and the cat always is like sitting right on top of the paper and then like runs happily into Gary's apartment yeah. which is so great um and then they go to the diner, and then Gary is like, I can't, Chuck, look at this paper. And the headline of the paper <gasps> is, what is it? It's something about a teddy bear bomber that goes off on yeah. Christmas Eve. It was um at the ice skating rink oh, at first. So right. it was like 20-something people die in a, like ice skating rink bombing, which apparently was... I mean, could have been part of the earlier season before. It it seemed like the bomber had kind of been like a serial. Oh. Right? Because like the police officer yeah. had been like had a bunch of notes and like sounded like he had been chasing him for a while. Yeah, the police officer was definitely very invested to yeah. an extent, a frustrating extent. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so Gary gets this headline and is like, I have to stop it. Gotta stop it, this is huge. And makes what I assume is a very first first season mistake that I think he probably makes frequently. <laughs> is that he goes to the police and he's like, I have this information, there's gonna be a bomber. And then like says all of this like information that the cops don't, haven't like divulged yet. So they're listening to him and now suspicious of him because they're like, where did you get this no information? No one knows this except for us and the bomber. Yeah, literally. <laughs> are you the bomber? And he's like, what? No. Meanwhile, he has the paper like sticking out of his jacket. He's like, he's like shoveling it back into his jacket. Like, I can't tell you how I know this. And so then the detective guy's like, all right, we'll go check it out. But you're coming with us because you're like deaf, the bomber. You're very suspicious. Yeah. You're a very suspicious person. So they go to the ice rink and we get one of my favorite camera shots, which is (laughs) a teddy bear gliding across the ice. From the point of view, from like the head of the teddy bear. It's like tracking on the head of the teddy bear. It's great. Yeah, so this scene comes right after Gary like tackles a little girl <laughs> <laughs> to get a teddy bear. Cause they... He only intimidates her into into dropping the teddy bear. I'm not well, sure he tackles her. I, yeah, because I guess they, like the only piece of information that he had about the bombing was like the bomber left a note which he didn't know what it said and that it originated from a teddy bear right yeah i guess um and so they get to the ice skating rink and like the police officers are checking around and they're like nope not here not here not here and then gary looks out into the rink and is like that little girl has a teddy bear (laughs) i must detach her of that teddy bear must tackle her and slide (laughs) it across the ice away from everybody Oh my god. It was a very chaotic scene. It was so great. He, it was so good. And he does get the teddy bear, and then he dramatically hurls it across <laughs> the ice. <laughs> and so it goes like, it throw it like he throws it, it hits the ground, it doesn't go off, and then it slides in this dramatic fashion across the ice. And it also doesn't go off, and then it like really dramatically hits the side of the rink, and everyone like ducks and thinks it's going to go off, and then it doesn't. So... The old cranky cop is even older and crankier yeah, after that. Yeah, like, what the hell... And so then Gary checks his paper again, and it's like, snow for Christmas. Yeah, then the paper <laughs> like the, changes, which I forgot yeah, it did that. Yeah, the paper totally changes, like, when he fixes something, the headline changes, mm-hmm. and that's how he knows he fixes something. But yeah, for this one, it changed, like, without him really, like, solving anything. Yeah, because so he, he was like, like it didn't, I didn't uh, help it. Yeah. Um, how did it move from yeah, that? What? Right, because then it was snow at Christmas, and then, oh, then we go to, so the side story with Santa, we get flashback to Santa by way of Chuck, because Chuck, um, on his way, because Chuck is also a a little bit of a, he's um, abandoning Gary to go on the ski trip himself, and uh, is about to get in his car when these cops just, like, come up to him and are like, hey, you're under arrest. 
Well, he had a parking ticket on That's his car, true. which he crumpled and threw on the ground. That's true. And then the cops came up and were like, no, we're arresting you because you have like 107 yeah. parking tickets. <laughs> so they do actually throw Chuck in jail with... With Santa. Santa. <laughs> From the beginning. Yeah. So full circle, Santa's in jail. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Chuck... Uh, you know, gets thrown in there, and obviously he's doing like a very he's just he's just a little bit of a douchebag with a I think with a good heart, but he's that kind of guy that's like, I'll call the mayor. I'm friends with all the congressmen. I'll pay this off. Like, get me out of here right now. Blah blah blah. Yeah. And so he's yelling all these things Seems and he like, turns like a you know like deep down good heart, but like maybe a little bit sleazy. Yes. Yeah. I think definitely agree. Um. So then, yeah, so he's in this cell, and then he turns after he gives up yelling at the cops, and uh, Santa is in his cell, and so Santa pretty quickly is like, oh, you're not going to get anywhere with Eddie, like, I know him, I've known him since he was eight, and he blah blah blah, like, starts doing the Santa thing where he divulges information from, like, childhood Christmas lists, which I think is a little bit of a conflict of interest, you should not be divulging that information, so, obviously, but he does. But also, we don't know if it's Santa, it could just be... We have differing opinions on that. We have differing opinions, yeah. I mean, yeah. I I guess we can talk about our belief systems afterwards, (laughs) because I I feel like I'm always looking for, like, a logical explanation for things. And I'm always ready for it to be, like, supernatural. (laughs) (laughs) But there are also things that I'm like, yes, 100%. Like, cats as an ancient, like, intelligent alien species. Like, absolutely, 100%. There's no other logical explanation for that. (laughs) Agree, agree. Yeah. But, like, in this instance, there's enough doubt, I think, throughout the episode of whether or not this is Santa. Like, he's very good and very convincing. It's true. But there's enough doubt and enough instances where you're like, he's probably just, like, a really good... Con artist. Con artist. Like, maybe, like, bordering on, like, sociopath. Yeah. With some, like, psychiatry training. Yeah. True. It's also like a little bit by the end, it's a little bit more charming to think of him not as Santa. Because then he's mm-hmm. just a rogue agent just, doing yeah. weird shit. Kinda like Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Irish monster uh, from our previous book, if anyone is curious. Yes, to bring it all back. Who also to bring it full circle is Is your Santa My Santa. <laughs> Nothing but respect for my Santa. <laughs> Your favorite Irish Santa. Oh, man. <laughs> so, yeah, so Chuck is, from the beginning, very, like, extra suspicious. And is like, no, this, I mean, immediately just believes he's crazy, mm-hmm. the homeless guy, like, in jail for, you know, breaking and entering. Um, and then, yeah, and then what, yeah, we get back to Gary and the cop. But, yeah, how do they know? Because then they end up, there. there is another bomb threat that is cha- the paper changes but i forget exactly what leads the paper to change yeah i don't think gary ever leaves the vicinity of this police officer so they must so. have been like yeah it must have been like as the police officer was like i'm done with you like mm. you know i think I, you're right That's i don't what I you know like you're <laughs> obviously knowledgeable but like also a little crazy and yeah. i'm like done and it's almost christmas and i just want to go home and like i'm mm-hmm. passing this off and then gary pulls out the paper and is like <gasps> second bomb threat that's right yeah it's happening again and it was like 40 people this time and like in a department store and where there are more teddy bears where there are many more teddy bears <laughs> <laughs> so they do so the cop the old uh frustrated cop does actually, even though he is still old and frustrated, does take them to the department store. And once they get there, you know, they search everything. And then Gary finds this, like, creepy-ass old teddy bear behind, like, the this, like, panda display or something, right? Which, to me, made him look more suspicious. Yeah! I'm glad, <laughs> That's true. I'm glad the cop did, was not interested in that note, because Gary just, like, pulled... He was, like, by himself and it's pulled true. this, like old crusty teddy bear out from <laughs> behind these pandas and the note was there and i was like uh dude you can't like find that when you're by yourself no after witnesses. everyone already thinks yeah. that you're the bomber they're gonna think that you just like wrote it in crayon and i'm yeah. like passing it off oh that's the thing so these notes that the cops and gary are talking about have been like pinned to the back of these teddy bears um, and they're all, like, addressed to the old cranky cop, and th- that's why the old cranky cop is especially old and cranky about these things of, like, because he's being called out about it, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And so this one, they, this one is also not a bomb, and it also yeah. doesn't go off. 
and mm-hmm. none of the other teddy bears that they murdered in the store were <laughs> <Seriously>, <laughs> like it's like they a, just a ripped into all of them massive like table display of like a pyramid of teddy bears going all the way to the ceiling and then the next scene the the cops like you know like take them all and the next <laughs> scene you just see like a pile of stuffing <laughs> i know it's still so brutal even like you talking about it <laughs> and i like watched it um yeah, so they don't find it. and then the paper changes back again. Yeah, to, to snow. snow on Christmas. Yeah, um, and then they're like Gary again is like, you know, how what's happening? Like I'm not stopping anything. Why is it changing? But this note, I can't remember what the first note said. Yeah, I don't remember either. I don't yeah. think it showed. Did it show it? I don't think it showed it. Yeah, but the second note that Gary found in the department store was super creepy and was I say I forget it it said something along the lines of like I am watching you yes oh that's right and it had a teddy bear eyeball on it (laughs) (laughs) R.I.P. teddy bear bad day for teddy bears yeah bad day for teddy bears so though that's right so that's when we get the first clue yeah which is already halfway through the episode (laughs) right and so then in my mind I'm like it's someone on the police force I thought so too that was like there with them yeah spoiler it like was very not and it was like a little anticlimactic but yeah yeah (laughs) true true. it's all good yeah it started and ended with a cat so uh and a little supernaturally thing so I'm so a plus um so then we go back to uh Chuck and oh, Santa, yeah, because we get this gets truly a, gets a little dramatic. Yeah, it gets dramatic and a little terrifying, to be honest. Because what happens next is that Santa in the cell starts like so. Santa and Chuck are talking about like, do does Chuck believe and like ha, like why does he not believe in Santa? And then he like goes into like his childhood and is like, you didn't get that sleigh you wanted and. Chuck is like, I don't know, they quibble over age, and then it turns out that the con man is, like, kind of right-ish about, like, the sleigh that he wants, or the sled yeah, he wanted. like, who doesn't have, and he didn't mention the sled. That's, oh, did he, did Chuck bring up the sled? Yeah. Actually, I know, good, I think Santa brought up the sled, because I think I remember that, that, like, Santa was like, you didn't get that sled you wanted, and he was like, no, I never got it. I think Santa. You have to go back. I would have to go back oh, and, and watch okay, okay. that. I'm a little, <laughs> a little skeptical. But I mean, it could have, uh, yeah, it could have been. But I feel like it was one of those things where you're like, you're watching it and he's like saying all the right things. And then like, if you went back and watched it again, you'd be like, oh, he didn't like, but he didn't say it in the right order. That's true. Oh, that's true. You know, or like, it. you know, because yeah. he was like, you know, yeah, because he was like, oh, what? Like, it was back when you were nine. And Chuck was like, it was when I was eight. Right. You know? That's and Santa right. was like, oh, what happened? Like, you didn't get that thing you wanted. And he was like, yeah, the sled I asked for. You know? Like, you know, yeah. it could have been something like that where it's just... That's true. It could Like, very, be... like, psychic training. I was just going to say, yeah. like, psych. Like, the show Psych, which oh. I also love. But also psychic say, like, training. Yeah. Psychics. You know? How oh, they're, like, very vague. And, I see, and people yeah. are like... Oh, yeah, like, oh, like, something that starts with the letter P, and they're like, I do have a family member that yeah. knew whose name starts with the letter P. How did you know? Yeah, <laughs> true, very true. Well, I mean, psych is a little bit like that, too, of, yeah. like, the psychic training used for uh, mm-hmm. just, you know, but right. also not really. Well, anyway, yeah, it's it could be, that's true, and we are at this point kind of led to believe that, um, like, there are just a lot of con man tendencies in this guy that, like, are definitely like, like could be just visual clues. Like, why would Santa know how to wire how wire a car? Well, yeah, because <laughs> next, so Santa starts. So they're talking about whether or not Chuck believes in Santa, and Santa's obviously taking this very personally. That Chuck is a skeptic, and Santa all of a sudden starts having, I don't know how else to call like Con- convulsions. Literally, he falls on the floor and is convulsing. It's a little terrifying, and the actor like really went in on it like it was very like at one point it actually looked like he was having a stroke like he made part of his face droop down i was like dude you're going a little too hard on this did someone tell you to do that because maybe like keep strokes out of this this was maybe before like the rating system went yeah maybe yeah 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 or like this was back in the 90s when no one was like ultra sensitive about things it's like a little out of control it's true it is very out of control it's also i was thinking like maybe if it's not gonna be like an educational moment for like how to stop, like, because it, it also becomes clear that he's faking, yeah. too. So it's also like, okay, maybe don't, like, fake something that's very... That anyway. looks so real. Yeah, it was, oh, okay, it was a lot. But, yeah, it, and, yeah anyway, I could, yeah, I'm going to stop ranting about that. Yeah. But, 
Um, yeah, it was really crazy. And so then he the, pulls the old, um, you know, he's having a, a medical emergency. And the uh, police officers, so they run in, help him run out. And then <laughs> and the police officers were even like, I mean, he yeah. could be dying or he's <laughs> probably faking. And they just leave. <laughs> yeah. They like, he was like, I'm going to call the ambulance anyway. And then like saunters out at the very slow pace and was like, bye. Meanwhile. And Chuck's like, uh, get me out of here. Please. Yes. <laughs> like, don't want to be in here. Which rightly so, if you're in there with a con man, like, I would want to get out because I would, I mean, I would be in danger of being manipulated for sure. Yeah, I think Chuck was just like, I want to go ski. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's very true. But at one point, Chuck even was like, just switch me cells. Like, I don't even care. Yeah. Just like, get me out of here. He's a crazy person. But, so, then Santa kind of guilts Chuck by being like, you don't believe in Santa. Like, I need help. You need to come help me. We need to go find my sleigh in, like, Central Park. Um... And then uh, Chuck is like, we're literally in jail. Like, how are we going to do that? And then Santa pulls out a ring of keys that he has stolen from the guard. So Santa and Chuck bust out of jail. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, And then Santa hot wires a car. (laughs) (laughs) The entire time Chuck is like, I can't believe I just like broke out of jail. I can't believe I'm helping you. This is like ridiculous. Oh my God, where's my wallet? They stole my wallet. Yeah. Like, oh, God, this is going to get us in more trouble. And then, yeah, Santa hotwires a car. And yeah. Chuck's like, you can't steal our car. Oh, my God. And yeah. then Santa pulls a really um, hilarious card on Chuck where Chuck, because there is a point, there are multiple points where Chuck could just walk away from all of this because now they're out and, like, Santa's hotwiring a car and Chuck is like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> get me out of here Yeah. Again. <laughs> and so Chuck's like, I'm leaving. And Santa's like, well, but think about this. If I am who I say I am, you could be helping a lot of people right now, and don't you want to help people? And Chuck is like, what? And Chuck is I like, guess. that didn't work with Gary. Yeah. It's not going to work with you. <laughs> but it does. <laughs> but it totally does. Because he does totally get in the car with him. Yeah. Oh, my God. The moment where you realize Chuck believes in Santa a little yeah. bit more <laughs> yeah. than he believes in his friend Gary. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Oh, my God. That's really funny. I hadn't even caught that. <laughs> So, yeah, so then we leave um, Chuck and Santa as they are, uh, um, I think, driving away, right? Like, they are stopped by the police, or that's after? Uh, I mean, we can go into it anyway, because, I mean, it really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, yeah. So, yeah, they do get to a point where they're, like, driving this stolen car, and then they get stopped by the police for, like, speeding or something, or, I don't know, whatever they were. They get stopped by the police for, and so... So Chuck's like, just tell them that you like you're crazy. Just tell them, like, yeah, we'll get book yeah. deals. It's fine. Like I like helped a crazy person, or like we'll just you know it'll. He brings Oprah into it. Yeah, he's like <laughs> Oprah's gonna want to talk to us because like you're a crazy person who thinks you're Santa. Like this is great. Like he we'll was just, like you're like, doing play a good it job. Off. Yeah, <laughs> just play it off. You have to like just cool it down a little bit though. Yeah, <laughs> and so the cops come and like talk to them and like. And they were going back to their car. Maybe they were just getting out of their car. Well, no, they... So, yeah, the cops were... They were in the car. The cops were stopping them. And then they were kind of... Chuck's ramping up about all of this. And then and then Chuck's like, okay, we just have to play nice with them. Like, that's how we get this book deal. That's right. So the cops get out of the car and yeah. start walking towards them. And Santa just... <laughs> Fullers. <laughs> Santa's like, bye-bye. Santa was like, they're both on the naughty list. <laughs> oh, that's right. Gotta go by. He does. He says they're both on the naughty list and peels out so good i mean i wouldn't want to come in contact with the two cops that were on the naughty list either listen absolutely not i would 100 percent. not in this day and age nope maybe in the 90s it was true yeah maybe a little less horrific yeah or maybe in the 90s we just heard about it less probably true and we didn't even have cell phones to you know be able to like chuck did have a cell phone he did but that shit did not record (laughs) that was was like a brick And that was actually really funny. I forgot about that. Because it was kind of like a flip phone, though. It was. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely a flip phone. And he had it in the jail cell, and he's, like, trying to call. It's, like, clear he doesn't have much family because he's, like, trying to call. Mm-hmm. It's, like, Aunt Marge, who he is, seems to not be in contact with. Yeah, well, it's also, like, the day before Christmas. That's so I true. think everyone was busy, and he was calling. He, you see a scene of him calling his Aunt Marge from, like, however many distances true. away. And he yeah. was like, everyone else is busy. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm in jail. I'm in jail. She hangs up on him. But then my favorite part of that is that the jailer, the the, um, guard, comes back and is like, you know, Chuck's like yelling at him about how he should let him out. 
And then he's, like, wielding his cell phone at him, and the guard grabs it and is like, this isn't jail. You can't have that. I'm like, whose fault is that that you had to keep it? It's yours. Right? He could have been in there with, like, a master key to, like, everything. You don't know. Uh, You obviously need to, like, frisk people better. Yep. So then, yeah. Oh, security in the 90s. (laughs) Security in the 90s. Oh, man. What a time to be alive. (laughs) Oh, my God. So then, yeah, so what's next? So they... Oh, so we leave Chuck and Santa as they are... They've ditched the car. They, yeah, they ditched the car. Chuck made them ditch the car because it is stolen. It's a hot car. <laughs> yeah. So you just see them, like, running through alleyways and, like, screaming their way down the streets, trying to get away from these police officers, and then it cuts back to Gary. Then we cut back to Gary, and Gary is upset because the cranky old detective has totally given up yeah. and is just like, He's like, Buh-bye. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I don't care, I'm going home to my family. And then cut to, then they're drinking a beer at McGinty's, which is the Gary's bar. Oh, yeah, the bar underneath Gary's house. So, like, Gary's home. But the yeah. detective is just getting drunk. Yeah, and we were like, wait, he, like, kept saying he had to go home to his family. Right. Now he's drinking now a beer? Now he's like, no, I, I give up, work with the next cop. Yeah. I'm just gonna stay here and drink. He totally just <laughs> gives up the case. He gives, gives up, up his family. <laughs> his life, yeah. apparently. He's just like, I'm done. I'm out. I'm so tired. Peace. That does seem like a very specifically 90s cop stereotype of like, I mean, it might have been real, I don't know. I don't know any 90s cops, but yeah, that idea of like a, like a grizzled old cop who just yeah. wants to drink beer and not be with his family. It's kind of funny that it, it only took meeting Gary and it's like true. Two, two, two false alarms to like really push him over the edge. He really got pushed over the edge. He was like, yeah, he literally was the, doing the up too old for this shit. Yeah. So they're drinking beer, and then the action comes to them. Yeah, I you know. I think did Gary check his? Yeah, I yeah. Think Gary checked his paper again. No, he checked his paper after. Oh, it was after because it was kind of out of the blue. The guy ran in. Yeah, and that's when I was like, um, excuse me, Gary, you have a paper that changes <laughs> based on people's this decisions. Be, like yeah. maybe you should have it open in front of you at all times. A hundred percent. Like, why are you only checking this every like half hour or so? Because the bomber just like surprise walks into the bar and is like. Well, bam, opens his coat, and there's, like, a teddy bear strapped to him. <laughs> it's Velcroed, because he pulls it off oh, later. Oh, it's Velcro? The head, yeah. he has strategically <laughs> placed Velcro against the head of the teddy bear, and then Perfect. Velcro on his chest. So yeah. the teddy bear was Velcroed to his chest. Yeah. And then Gary opens the paper, and it's, like, bombing at this bar. And we're like, yeah, yeah. No shit, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't need the paper to tell you that. Yeah, maybe you should have checked that, like, ten minutes ago. Right. It would have saved everyone a lot of problems. <sighs> So then there's a like a whole like the whole third act of this entire show like the last like 15 minutes is like the standoff that happens in and there's a lot of talking a lot of people have a lot of emotions yeah you don't really get like the motivation behind the no, bomber though he was just like really. a crazy guy who strapped bombs to teddy bears yeah like, and then watched the cops like I didn't really get yeah. that connection either of like what his yeah. his beef was with that that specific cop. No, that might be like a an our day and age TV show where you get like the oh. motivation behind maybe in the 90s everyone was like we just want something that's nice and fun and yeah. we don't care. You know, that is actually really interesting <laughs> I because I mean not that true crime, I mean obviously true crime has always been really you know, intriguing for people, but there is such an influx now of it too mm. that like maybe that is also a shift in like culture of people of like just thinking wise that people want yeah. to know more about like motivations and right. psychology and like the background of things as yeah, opposed to the maybe... way like the TV shows have evolved in yeah. terms of the information that they give. Yeah, yeah, maybe, but yeah, we don't really get much we in this don't. one, so don't get too excited about the crime portion of it yeah yeah we don't get a ton of motivation but the best part of this whole standoff is that of course our two threads intertwine and chuck and santa (laughs) come busting through the front door of this bar chased by the cops (laughs) so the cops come in guns drawn on chuck and santa meanwhile the guy's in the middle of this like whole crowd of people in the beer in the in the beer in the bar Mm -hmm. and uh then like with the bomber in the middle with his yeah. teddy bear like yes. wielded in the air just like 
up like a torch. He really is, and it's like this whole tense moment where the cops are like, "Ah, we're gonna shoot!" And there he's the guy. The guy's like, "I'm gonna bomb!" And the detective's like, "Put their guns away!" Yeah, <laughs> Gary and the cops are shouting. Santa and Chuck are shouting. Yeah. It's chaos in yeah. McGinty's bar in Chicago, um, and then. Yeah, everyone, there are, like, multiple monologues, like, different yeah, people have different things to say. Yeah, everyone's trying to, like, try to calm him down. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Gary does the, like, just wait a minute here. Yeah. <laughs> and he, like, has, like, his little, like, attempt to calm things down, and the cop's like, take me instead. Yeah, you, know, you clearly like, want me. Yeah, yeah, like, trying to, like, bring it down and, like, let the hostages go. And then, who saves the day, Eva? Santa! <laughs> <laughs> Santa saves the fucking day. Santa saves the day. Oh my god. Because Santa so he saw comes, his moment. He did. He and saw his moment. It. He really did. Because thinking back on it, this truly is like a con artist perfect moment to get away yeah, to. Yeah, for sure. But also get away as a fucking hero. Yeah. <laughs> Which what, he absolutely did. He did. So actually, I take it back. Them busting in is not my favorite part. This is actually my favorite part. <laughs> so everyone monologues about their feelings in Christmas and yeah. like how the bomber shouldn't be doing this because it's Christmas, which is terrible because the bomber just shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> yeah. And also like we have no motivation for him behind yeah. it. So like he might not care that it's Christmas. Yeah. And, like absolutely doesn't care that it's Christmas. But like he might, that could be his thing. Like maybe he right. bombs on Christmas. He's a Christmas bomber. Yeah. We don't know. We don't know. Yeah could still be the fact yeah yeah in which case those monologues would definitely not work and that santa would definitely inflame him (laughs) (laughs) that's true so probably not the case but but so santa it becomes santa's turn to monologue Mm -hmm. yeah and uh so santa comes up and is like he like so the bomber hasn't been letting anyone get close to him gary tries and he's like stay away i told you to stay away i'm setting this off if you get any closer but santa with his soothing little con artist voice um Kind of, I forget exactly what he says, but he's kind of, oh, no, he's like, he calls his name. Yes, that's right. He's like, Ralphie? Yeah. Is that you? That's right. And the guy's like, no. <laughs> yes, but then it turns out that Santa had just been saying his brother's name, which I think it's his brother, because then the con- the, the bomber guy turns around and is like, no, I'm Philip. And then Santa says, oh, I always confused you two. And it, I think it was either a friend been, like, or... anyone. I mean, it could like, have. And at that age, I would think that, like, Ralphie was probably a pretty <laughs> common name for that generation. I'm just, like, picking yeah. a generic name. Like, this guy knows a Ralphie, and I'll just tell him that he gets confused with that Ralphie sometimes. It is also the time of The Sopranos, and there was a Ralphie on The Sopranos. Was there? <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, I actually am coming around. I do think he's a con artist now. I'm I'm coming around to you, but I think he was a really good one. I mean, I'm not saying the real Santa isn't a con artist. <laughs> okay, fair. It could have been the real Santa, and maybe the real Santa is oh just, like, God. a crazy con artist. It's a little bit of both, you guys. That just blew my mind a little bit. <laughs> We're all just under a giant con. <laughs> A con that benefits us. Cons I mean, don't have to maybe not benefit us. it's just us. like a giant web of con artists <laughs> who like all. I mean, it is. They're called parents. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little yeah. bit of a long con. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. No, that's true. It's all of our parents. <laughs> and us as we get older. And us. It's true. There's been like a lot of times this Christmas where I've been like, oh yeah, Santa. And it's definitely been me. Yeah. Or Yeah. Or all of us. Or a combo. Yeah, I feel like we're definitely piecemealing the Santa in this in this house right now. Yeah. It's pretty great. Yeah. Um, oh, man. Okay, so Santa. Yeah, anyway. Yes, that's right. He's <laughs> back, sorry. To, back to the actual con Back Santa. to the issue at hand. <laughs> um, so the Santa, co- yeah, is kind of shakes him up a little bit by, by calling a name that he recognizes, whether he knew it by <laughs> supernatural Santa means or by con artist. Yeah, I looked at your wallet means. Yeah, or just being like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm this person. And then yeah. Santa being like, oh, yeah. I know you when, too. when did you stop something happened you stopped believing oh shit that's right he like pulled the same thing yeah like the same exact thing that he pulled on chuck he Which, pulled on this guy we he forgot like, to mention that he said that he was having these uh convulsions this like medical problem because, because people could stop believing <laughs> So he did that again because yeah. he was like, oh, He's and like, then he oh, had a whole story about Mrs. Claus. Yeah. <laughs> and this guy's you? like, uh-huh, like, yeah, what? like a little bit befuddled, but like listening yep. and like a little bit intrigued. And then the best part 
Santa fucking snatches that bomb teddy bear right out of his hands and darts away. And like yeah, he's runs. Like, he's like, let me just let me just see. Let me just get let me just get on and just like snags <laughs> it and bolts. It's he's just like, hey, so bye. Good. Yeah, and everyone's like so shocked. <laughs> the bomber is like, what just happened? And then all of a sudden everyone's like, and like yeah. of course, like the police like, you know, snag the bomber and everyone's like, Oh my god. But yeah, yeah, Santa, Santa bolts, bomb goes off outside, <gasps> Santa goes missing. Santa, yes, and we get some very insensitive comments we by get Chuck. Some very <laughs> insensitive comments by multiple people. Yeah, everyone, <laughs> be very aware if you're watching this. There are multiple. Yeah, I mean, because up until the very very end, like you see everyone kind of all the main characters, the like right. Gary, Chuck, the police officer, maybe a couple other police officers run outside. And, like, things are kind of, like, flying. You see, like, not much, but you see, like, what amounts to, like, a 90s version of, like, there was a bomb here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) And so you don't really get any evidence of Santa... Of Santa? Right. But you also don't get any evidence of Santa. So, like, he's gone. And everyone just kind of assumes that he was in the blast. And everyone's like, oh, what a hero. Yeah. Santa. Must have really, like, you know, altruistically, like, yeah, he you know, cared. took one for the team. And, like, but then the next scene we get is uh, Chuck back at the police station because he's miraculously been forgiven all of his parking tickets. Or maybe he just paid them. I don't know. They don't really go into it. Yeah. Apparently he had 106, I believe, was the number. Yeah. It's quite a few parking tickets. That's t- a lot of parking tickets. <laughs> it very stresses me out. Yeah. Um, but they give him, they also give him, you know, his, like, pamphlet or little um, manila envelope of items that he had. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also give including him... Including his cell phone. <laughs> yeah, including his little brick cell phone. Um, but I think they also gave him Santa stuff because there was a Santa hat in there that wasn't his initially. Oh, maybe. I think they had he had the Santa hat from the explosion. But then during that, he exclaims, which I didn't quite get, Julia had to describe to me what had happened. Yeah, well, he, he gets his envelope full of stuff and he's like, oh, you know, Santa, oh, what a great guy to yeah. work for the team, poor... Poor old man. And, and is like, like, I believe it now. Like, yeah. he's like, I believe now. And he's like, oh, great. Like, thanks for my stuff. I'm free. He opens his manila envelope and was like, Santa stole my keys. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just so truly great. Yeah, so his keys are missing from his like personal item envelope and so the next scene cuts to him trying to go pick up his car yes. at the impound lot or the pound lot. Yeah. <laughs> Which we noticed was called the pa- the pol- the Chicago Police Pound, Car Pound, which Car I don't pound. think it's called that. I think it's called an impound lot. I, I, I mean, think they're just I'm confused. Not make any claims. I <laughs> think they're. I am gonna claim right now that those writers in whatever writers' room that was were confused. We're they like, did what not is know that proper term. Pound? The pound. Yeah, the pound. The car they're like pound. close enough. That's yeah, fine. Sure. Two letters off. It's it's all right. It doesn't mean a shelter for yeah. dogs. Yeah. Anyway, Chuck goes to with his, with Gary to the pound to, to the pound where his car is <laughs> to pick up his pounded car. <laughs> yes, um, and it's gone, but in its place. <laughs> this is so good. What was in its place? Oh my god, the sled that Chuck never got as the a kid. Sled he never got when, when he was eight or nine. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We'll never know how old he was. We'll never know. Uh, Chuck thinks he was eight, though, so I'm going to go with his memories probably better than con artist Santa. <laughs> that's probably true. Oh, my God. So that's... Well, we ended on the cat, too. We ended on this really great yeah. scene. Gary goes back to... Oh, right, because the last part we get, which is also great, is that we see um, Gary coming back into his apartment, and he passes a guy dressed as, like, a lit... It seemed to me like a 1920s bellhop. I was yeah, like, is this normal sure. in your apartment? Because I would have called the police if, <laughs> yeah, I, if this like, were in my apartment. What, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, but it's our Santa. We recognize him. Yeah. And, uh... Well, Oh, cleaned up, but yeah, yeah, he's definitely our Santa. Definitely Santa. We should also mention at this point too. Now that you've probably already been picturing him, and we haven't described him, and it's the end. But he has, so he has like a he, he has is like a gray. walrus mustache. Yes, which I loved. He had like yeah. a walrus mustache and like a bald spot, so he looked a little but bit like no biker. Beard. Yeah, no beard, no beard. Yeah. So he was like biker Santa a he little was, bit. Yeah, he was definitely like 
maybe homeless old man Santa. Yeah, that too. Like, he didn't look like the stereotypical, like, you know, department store Santa that everyone knows and loves. Definitely true, and we definitely should have said that 50 minutes ago. (laughs) (laughs) He was a scruffy Santa. Yes. Um, but now he's a scruffy bell, bellman, elevator. I'm, I'm scruffy bellman. Oh, that's because true. Because he cleaned up. He is. But he still has he a mustache. Was, he, did, he did still have a mustache, but he didn't have the, like, five o'clock shadow around true. the mustache. True, true, true. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. Um, and then, so Gary passes him, doesn't really say, like, think anything of it, and then goes into his apartment, and it is decked out for Christmas. Yeah. And the with cat. With one tree. Yeah, with the, with the tree. I with mean, I his, think his Charlie Brown tree was decorated. Yeah. Basically is what happened. It was decorated <laughs> very well. And then, but then he also, I think it was like, was it snowing, I think, too? Because the end is like, literally, he sits by the I window. Mean, the paper kept going back to snow on Christmas. That's so true. So, like, obviously there was supposed to be snow on Christmas. Oh, that's true. That is a full circle that I didn't, yeah. get, didn't connect. And I think when... Like, in the last shot, I think it was, like, the paper on the ground with the cat, and it was, like, snow on Christmas. Yeah, so like oh, that's true. To, you know, what the headline was supposed to be when things were fixed, yeah. but, like, he actually fixed it this time. True, it wasn't just... Because I think what had happened before, or what they were kind of alluding to with the paper changing, even though there wasn't a bomb, because, like Julia said, it usually the paper only changes if Gary has actually changed the circumstances, so, like, mm-hmm. if the bomb... If that teddy bear had actually been a bomb and he had stopped the bomb, it would have changed. Yeah. But because it changed, because there, and there was no bomb, I think that just meant that the, um, the bomber was, like, changing his mind yeah. enough that it was, like, tricking the paper somehow or Yeah, I think the bomber like was probably following, I mean, that's what I think Gary was trying to Got it. point out. The bomber was, like, following them and watching them. So it every was, time yeah. that they went to the spot that he was about to bomb, he, like, changed his plans. And so the Got paper, it. like, switched, yeah. switched back and forth. So we do get a little end end cap with the newspaper on a snowy happy day and Gary yeah. very 90s staring out the window serenely and the cat in the background and it's all happy and everyone believes uh, in Santa again. Yeah. <laughs> everyone believes in Con Artist Santa Con again. Santa. <laughs> and uh yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Oh man, that was truly fun. That show <laughs> if you guys don't know or if you haven't watched it in a while, it's truly worth the it's rewatch. Yeah. Um that was super fun to do. I hope you guys enjoyed, and uh, happy New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. I'm a week ahead. <laughs> happy Christmas you're, Eve. You're a week ahead, but, you know, Ooh. hope you have a happy one of those, too. Yep, that, too. When it comes up. Yeah. Um, in the meantime, yeah, we have social media. We have a Patreon. We have, oh, people have been reviewing us so sweetly on iTunes. I mean, that really helps we us out, iTunes. too. Yeah, we have <laughs> iTunes where you can review us. Um, that definitely helps out a lot. That's really sweet. And, um... Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I guess, all for now. Yeah. Happy holidays. Feliz Navidad. Or happy Monday. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) To all, a good night. We should also say, too, I feel like I've been laughing so much that I'm staring at a box of roasted chestnuts this whole time. Festive. Very festive. (laughs) Yeah. Also, for anyone who's curious and not eaten a chestnut before... They're very potatoey. <laughs> they are super <laughs> potatoey. It's so, so true. So don't get too excited about them being very nutty because they're not. <laughs> or get excited because they're, they're potatoey. <laughs> Who doesn't love a good potato? <laughs> oh my god, that's a perfect, perfect way out. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>